Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey everyone, this is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika, where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shika, and I welcome you to my channel. I hope that you guys have been enjoying the content that I've been putting out there. I'm grateful to you guys for your subscriptions, for your comments, for all of your energy that you've been putting on my channel. In this video, I want to speak to you guys about manifesting and how a lot of times 
I think we're doing it wrong, right? And to begin, I wanted to kind of give you a brief overview of what I think manifesting means and what it is exactly. What, what are we talking about when we, th- when we think of manifesting or when we say that we're an expert manifester? For the longest time, I was skeptical of this term. I had heard it many times because I was dipping my toes into the spiritual world. And if you guys are in that process as well, you're probably going to hear this term a lot. You know, I'm a manifester or I am manifesting this. I'm trying to manifest this or I'm an expert manifester. People say that all the time. And when I first started on this journey, I would hear that a lot from people, from gurus, from coaches, from people that I wanted to emulate, the people that I wanted to live the lives that I wanted to live, the people who had the lives that I wanted to live. And so I, I would always be thinking about what do they actually mean by that, right? Because it's very easy to say thoughts create reality, right? That's the basic essence of everything that is spirituality, that is awakening. It's that, you know, your thoughts, no matter what they are, there are hundreds and thousands of thoughts that we have every day, every month, every year. And so all of those thoughts are creating the life that you have right now. So if you have a life that sucks and you don't like it, It's because of the thoughts that you had that sucked. And that's why you need to change your thoughts in order to create a life that's less sucky, if that's the right term. Anyway, so that's the basic essence of it. Thoughts create reality. So whatever you're thinking of is what you're able to manifest or what you're going to be able to manifest. Now, the problem is that most of us are thinking negative thoughts. So obviously, we're getting negative things manifested into our lives. And... A lot of us, the thoughts that we are thinking, we're immediately, if we have a positive thought, you know, if you're like, oh, uh, I'm doing really well today, this is going really well. Immediately after that, we have a negative thought. You know, we're like, oh no, why are you praising yourself? Why are you being like that? Everything's gonna go to shit now. You, you just jinxed it, right? I hate that term jinx because you're like, why? Just because you said something, it's gonna be created. Or just because you said something negative, now it's gonna be negative? I don't think so. Thankfully, it doesn't work that fast, right? You just don't have to say, oh, I'm, I have an elephant in my room and an elephant doesn't appear behind me, right? Uh, or I have a pink elephant on top of my head and a pink elephant doesn't appear on top of my head. Thankfully, manifesting and intentions and this thoughts creating reality thing takes a little bit of time. There is a lag period built into it, thankfully. Otherwise, we would be walking around with elephants on our head or naked down the street or things like that. You know, like our thoughts would instantaneously create that reality, which is not the case. As I said, thankfully, right? And so thoughts create reality. And so if we are the creators of our reality, we are creating it through all of these interesting things that we're thinking about ourselves. And that is the basic process or the essence of manifesting. Manifesting is the, is the creation of your reality using your thoughts. That's basically what it is, right? And so I guess it's just a fancy term for thoughts create reality. It's a very fancy term because it makes you feel like, oh, I'm a manifester, that's cool. I used to be vegetarian and I used to be brown and I used to be a YouTuber and now I'm a manifester as well. You know, I have an additional label on top of everything else I've done. So that's not the point of it, obviously. (laughs) The label itself doesn't matter, right? The point is you are becoming a manifester as you get older, as you get more in tune with your intuition, as you get wiser, as you connect with yourself more as your body-mind connection gets better and better and better. That's the whole process, I think, of this journey that we're all on, the spiritual awakening journey, is to become better and better and better at manifesting 
or getting into our lives what we actually want, right? That's the reason we meditate, because meditate creates a better connection with our intuition, it creates a better connection with the source, it creates a better connection with our bodies, all of which results in a better manifesting ability, right? And so a lot of these things that I do on a daily basis, you know, the meditation, the journaling, uh, the Wim Hof breathing, the, the writing, living authentically, um, trying to be true to myself, listening to my soul and spirit and trying to live life according to what she or he or it wants. All of those things are related to me trying to become a better and better manifester as much as possible. All of it is interconnected. In the past, when I was in my teens or in my early 20s, I was not good at manifesting at all. Now I would say that I'm very better at it than I was in the past. But back then, there wasn't this... um, I wasn't in tune with the universe so much so that I could ask the universe for something and the universe would give it to me. Now, I'm not saying that the universe hated me at that point or, you know, our relationship was tumultuous or anything. I'm just saying that I was not connected to the source as much as I am right now because I didn't meditate. I didn't spend time in the present moment. I was always running around trying to achieve something in the future or I was always spending time in the past berating myself. I was always enamored with consumerism and all of those material things which meant that I was really, truly hating myself. I was not living in the moment, not not only that, but I was also not loving myself. I wasn't loving myself and I wasn't living true to myself. I wasn't living authentically. So I was trying to be someone else. All of which negates manifesting. All of which negates our connection with the source, connection with the divine universal consciousness or the supreme consciousness whatever you want to call that you can call it god even obviously or allah or whatever it is but i call it divine consciousness because i don't like associating myself with any religion but whatever it is that connects you to that divine source and it could be prayer it could be meditation it could be uh charity work it could be volunteering it could be washing the feet of lepers you know whatever it might be Leper is a bad word to use. Anyways, washing the feet of people who, who need it, right? Like Mother Teresa used to do. So anything that you do in order to connect yourself to that source, that connects you to that higher source, that higher being, that causes you to become a better manifester because you are plugging in to that higher source and all of a sudden you have a direct line to that source, direct, direct line to God. You're not saying... All of a sudden, you're not going to church and talking to a middleman like a priest or a nun or something like that. You're directly talking to God. You're directly talking to that source, that divine source, that universe. And you're directly saying to them, I really want this. Now, you're not just saying it like that, right? You're not just saying, God, I want to be a millionaire. Can you make it happen tomorrow uh, by 7 p.m.? That would be great. Thank you so much. That's not the conversation you're having. A lot of times we ask for things that are not really suited to us. And that's the reason we don't receive it. I know now that if I've asked for something many times, and I've done it with intention, I've done it with gratitude, I've done it with the right set of circumstances, and I'm not still receiving it, it means that I either don't or am not suited to that item. That means that I'm not, I shouldn't really have it in, me, in my life because it's not good for me or it's not something that's going to be authentically mine, or I'm asking from a place that is not my own. So I'm asking for something that I think other people would want me to have. For example, if I'm like, oh, I wish I could be a millionaire tomorrow. It's not really that I want to be a millionaire. It's that, oh, it would be nice if I could because my parents are going to be pleased and everyone's going to admire me. It's not really that I need the money, but it would be nice if I had it kind of thing. 
if you do it from that kind of sort of place, then it's going to be extremely hard to manifest anything, right? But if you do it from a place where it's truly authentically something that you want, that you need, that you desire, and it is suited or it is it jives with who your true self is, and you're doing it in a way where you're asking the universe for it, you know, as if you're saying, um, I would really like it, and if you could make it happen, that would be awesome. Thank you, universe. But you do it from a place of not neediness or desperation, but you're doing it from a place of joy and gratitude and just saying it, if it happens, cool. If you can make it happen, great. If it doesn't, then I understand completely as well because I'm sure if, you don't, if, I, don't, if I don't deserve it, then you're not going to give it to me or if, I, if it's not the right time for it, that's another thing, if it's not the right time. Perhaps 10 years ago, I asked for the same item, but I asked for it now and all of a sudden I just get it like that. It's because it was the right time for it. I was ready for it. My spirit was ready for it. And I've done all the work for it so that when I receive it, it doesn't taint me or it doesn't um, make me impure in some way, right? And so all of those things, all of those factors have to come into play in order for you to become a manifestor. Not only are you doing your daily meditation, your daily connection with the source, so meditation, journaling, praying, whatever you do in order to connect to the source, But not only that, you're doing it from a place of authenticity, right? If I, for example, ask um, that I, oh, I really want to be on a reality TV show. It doesn't jive with who I am. I'm not that kind of person. And so it's probable, 100% probable, 100% probability that I will not receive it because it's just not something that is my style or my thing or just doesn't jive with my authentic authenticity, right? But for example, I'll give you a true example from my life. A couple of days ago, I was having a conversation with a friend and I, if you guys know, I think I, you probably know, if you don't know, maybe you, maybe you don't know, but I am a writer. So I write science fiction novels, dystopian fantasy science fiction. And so I write stuff that I really want to read. So, you know, I kind of mix in a bunch of random things into it, you know, time travel, fairies and and um, romance and love and BDSM, things like that, right? So I kind of add everything into it because I just, all the stuff that I love, I want to put it in one thing. And so I'm writing this book right now. I have finished, sorry, writing this book right now. I'm writing a book right now, but I've finished a draft of a book. It's 446 pages long. It's extremely long. It took me a long time to write it, about eight or nine months. Um, And then I'm editing it right now and it's, it's very, very painful. I cry every single day about it, actually. Oh, my God, I have to edit it. Ah! And so I was having a conversation with a friend, and I was like, oh, man, I hate editing. And she's like, really? You don't like it? I'm like, no, I love writing. I love drafting. I love the process of writing, the creative process, but I despise editing. And she's like, why don't you hire someone? I'm like, no, I don't think that's possible. I think I have to be the one who has to edit it because I, they will not be able to see my vision for the book. So they might kind of convolute it into something that I don't really actually want them to through the editing process. So I need to be the one who edited, edits it. And she's like, are you sure about that? Are you sure you're not kind of putting a limit on yourself? Maybe it would be better for someone else to edit it because they would be able to see past this you know, um, bias that you have and maybe they're not going to be so connected to the project, so into it. So it's like your baby, you know, you're like, oh my God, no, no one gets to touch it. So they're not going to be so connected to it. And so therefore, perhaps they'll be able to do a better job with the editing process, right? And all of a sudden, I guess something kind of clicked inside of me and I'm like, I guess that's true. 
although even still I was like a little bit like no it's my baby no one gets to touch it I'm going to be the one who edits it even if it takes me forever even if I'm still doing it when I die and so obviously there was a resistance a lot of resistance within me but I still was like outwardly I was like yeah I guess that makes sense and then something changed I guess within me because the next day I'm not even joking about this guys the next day well actually yeah the next day I had a meeting with um, a publisher and this meeting was set up a long time ago so it's not like I was like I'm like oh I just I, I had that conversation and the next minute I set up this meeting with the publisher no it was set up like a week ago so I, a week ago I had set up this meeting with the publisher on Sunday right but I was not ready for that meeting yet because the meeting got cancelled and then it was rescheduled for Tuesday right so on Tuesday I'm sitting there with her and she's like yeah so send me your manuscript I'm gonna take a look at it and I'll tell you what where which level it's at and what it needs editing with and I'll read through it and I'll give you feedback and it's so funny because from going to a point from like where I'm like no I can't do it I'm not going to edit it I'm not going to get anyone else involved all of a sudden I was ready for it right I was ready for it and as soon as I was ready for it someone appeared that was about allowed to do that to my manuscript right and so I sent her the manuscript and now she's looking at it she's taking a look and she's reading it but Things happen really fast in the manifesting world, like that, like snap of a finger. If you really think about it now, if you live 70 years, two or three days is not a big deal. It's actually very fast. And sometimes you'll just be talking about it and the next moment you'll get a phone call from someone that gives you what you're asking for. And the, the better you become at it, the more connected you are to the source and the less you doubt yourself, the less negative thoughts you bring into your vicinity. The less you think, oh, yes, I really want that. Oh, no, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough for it. The less you do that back and forth, the more, the easier it gets and the faster it gets for you to manifest anything, right? So the easier you're able to bring all of these interesting things into your life, the easier, faster you're able to bring all of these parts of your life that you want, right? Like if you want to be a, a travel writer. Now, again, if you're not a writer, you've never written a word in your life and all of a sudden you're like, I want to become a travel writer tomorrow. It's going to be a little difficult, but if you have been working on your craft, you've been writing, you've been submitting, you've been doing all that stuff, and you suddenly have this thing where, where you're like, I really want to become a travel writer for this particular magazine, that is easier to manifest than something that you've never even poked your eye into or poked your foot into, whatever it might be. <laughs> okay, so this video is getting a little too long. As you guys can tell, I love talking about manifesting. It's one of my favorite topics in the world. And so obviously I'll do a lot more videos on it, but I do appreciate any questions or comments that you guys will have on this because I want to know what you guys think about it. Is this something that's out of science fiction? Is it something that you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Or is it something that kind of jives with you? And are there any questions about it, about the process that you're interested in? So that if you ask me those questions, I can do videos specific to those questions in the future. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I shall see you guys in the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Go check out my website at themillionairehippie.com if you want more free, awesome content. If you really like the podcast, please consider giving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, namaste. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. 
That's BotoxCosmetic.com. <laughs> 